Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income and wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. On today's episode, we're going to continue our multi-part conversation about finishing the year stronger. But before we dive into that, I wanted to speak to the small business owners in our midst. I know that you have a lot of questions about money, but the one that I hear most often is, what should I charge for this? The way you price your products or services as a business owner can make or break the sustainability of your business. Your prices can be the difference between living and working comfortably and constantly worrying about your finances. And I wish I could answer everyone's pricing questions with a simple formula, an equation that, you know, just really deduced it to a math problem. But pricing is about more than the numbers and it's not entirely logical. It's incredibly emotional. And since I can't just give you a formula to solve your pricing problems, I wanted to devise a way that we could tackle pricing from all sides, the financial, the emotional, and the personal. And I realized that the best way to explore the many sides of pricing your unique genius was to do it together. So I want to invite you to In The Zone, a one-day small group retreat about how to price your genius and become confident in what you charge. During In The Zone, we'll examine the different relationships that influence the prices you charge and how each impacts your bottom line. In The Zone happens live and in person in New York City. There's learning, group discussion, self-reflection, and breakout conversations. And by the end of the day, you will have a pricing strategy you're confident in. To find out more about In The Zone and to apply for your seat at the table, go to priceyourgenius.com. That's priceyourgenius.com. Now, on to today's episode. We are going to be talking about the fear of finishing because as you know, this multi-part series is about finishing the year stronger and tackling those unfinished projects, unmet goals, those actions and decisions that you've been deferring or that conversation that you have been avoiding. And one question that I have for you is, have you ever noticed that with some projects and with some goals and decisions that you need to make, et cetera, that the closer you get to the finish line of that thing, the greater the urge to quit is. And when you think about what is on your incomplete list, do you currently have any almost done projects that fit that bill? Any unmet goals that fit that bill, any of the actions or decisions that you're deferring or that conversation that you are avoiding, does it fit that bill of being so close and yet you want to quit? What I've discovered is that this urge to quit tends to seep in when things become too uncomfortable, too hard, or perhaps a little bit of both. And I am of the opinion that undergirding that feeling of too uncomfortable or too hard is really 
fear. It's that fear that is showing up in some shape, form, or fashion. And we need to actually talk about fear (laughs) because one of the things that we tend to overlook when it comes to our projects, goals, actions, decisions, and conversations is how they often tap into our deepest fears. Those fears that tend to ring louder the closer you actually get to crossing that line to being done. Think about that person who becomes debt-free and then within a year or two, they're back into debt, again, back into feeling overwhelmed by their debt. Think about that person who wins the lottery and then several years later, they're broke. Think about that person that lands their dream job and they have been working really, really hard to make this come to fruition. They get it. And then soon after, they start doing things to self-sabotage their success. Doesn't make sense, but we often do a lot of things that don't make sense, right? Um, And just like fear plays a role in those examples that I've just ticked off for you, Fear is playing a role in whatever is incomplete on your list. And this is why I suggest taking some time to understand your fear, beginning with determining its type. Because here's something else that we tend to do. We often make the mistake of taking a very singular and myopic view of fear, which is not really helpful. Instead, what we need to do is take a step back and figure out What is it that we are truly afraid of? So I've come up with some types of of fear, right? And, And by no means is this intended to be, you know, a comprehensive list. But these four things, I think, helps to at least get the conversation started and the mental exploration started of what type of fear might be getting in the way of you completing what it is that you want to complete. So... Are you wrestling with rejection? Are you concerned that once you are done, no one's going to care about the work that you've completed? Or are you afraid that the end result won't even live up to your own expectations? That's rejection. Are you afraid of judgment or criticism? Are you feeling exposed or vulnerable? Because, you know, look, once you put something out there, you're exposed. When I write something and I publish it, I'm exposed. When I record a podcast uh, episode and put it out there, I'm exposed. So are you feeling exposed and vulnerable? And are you afraid to get feedback from people because of how they may assess your effort, your ability, or the end results? Another type, success. I know, it does not quite make sense. But again, we don't always behave logically. Are you unwittingly afraid of success? Are you afraid that if you are successful, you'll have to adjust your future expectations of yourself or that others will now have different expectations of you? And you're not certain if you can live up to these new standards that you are setting for yourself or that others may be setting for you. Or here's one, are you afraid of the unknown? Are you familiar with that adage that goes something like nature abhors a vacuum? And so maybe what you are afraid of is that you don't really know what you're now going to do with your time, with that space. 
that's been taking up mental energy, um, maybe even perhaps emotional energy, um, or maybe even your physical activity, right? Um, you're not quite sure what you will now do once that space or with that space that's now been opened up because the thing that has been taking up your time, energy, and, and attention no longer requires your time, energy, and attention. Here's what I think is really helpful to do. After you take some time sitting with and trying to figure out what it is that you are actually afraid of, are you afraid of rejection? Are you afraid of judgment and criticism? Are you afraid of success or are you afraid of the unknown? Then the next thing that you need to do is ask yourself the question, well, what is this inviting me to do next? Is it inviting you to take a look at your time? Maybe you, you know, need to take a mental break. <laughs> and when you come back from that mental break, you will have a, you know, a refreshed perspective and you'll be energized and you'll be able to push through that fear and move, you know, where, wherever, move the progress along, if you will. Or maybe what it is signaling to you is that you actually need to move your body, right? You need to be re-energized by way of physical activity. Or maybe what it is inviting you to do and the signal that it is giving you is that you need to perhaps spend more time with your family and friends and, and through that social engagement, look for the opportunities that might spark you um, and help you through that you know, ignition, if you will, move through the fear that has you paralyzed for the moment. Or maybe it's actually inviting you to shift your focus and attention for a bit of time. And you're not doing it as a form of distraction, but you're doing it as a way of stimulating, of, yeah, of stimulating yourself, right? So I think I've mentioned in a previous episode how I tend to work in 90-minute increments. And part of that is so that I won't um, just plow through things, right? So I work for 90 minutes, I'll, I'll take a break, maybe I will shift to a different task, maybe it'll just be, you know, getting a snack, maybe it'll be to drop and do some burpees, I don't know. But the whole idea is to shift my focus so that when I come back to what I am working on, I've got a fresh perspective. And so maybe after you identify what it is that you were truly afraid of, what it is signaling to you is maybe that you need to take some time and you need to have a mental break. Maybe you need to move your body. Maybe you need to actually just step away from it entirely and connect with people. Or maybe you need to shift your focus and attention for a bit of time. Here's why I'm bringing this up in terms of the different types of fears that you might have and what those fears might invite, be inviting you to do next. That unfinished project of yours, that unmet goal of yours, that action or decision that you've deferred, that conversation that you've been deflecting, if these things didn't matter to you, finishing wouldn't be such a big deal. But the truth of the matter is that they do, and it is. <laughs> and it is why the endeavors that matter to you have this tendency of bringing your deepest fears to the surface. And it is the reason for an unlikely revelation and a reminder. And that is this. Finishing is a skill. We don't often think about it in that light, but finishing is a skill. 
And so if you think of it from that prism or through that lens, what it then reminds you of is, well, just like any other skill that I have, I get better at it when I do it, when I practice it. So that's your message for today. In order to finish, you've got to treat it like a skill. And in order to get better at any skill, you have to do it. You have to practice it. So that is it for today's episode and this current installment in our multi-part series on finishing the year stronger. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and listening all the way to the end. And my small business owners out there, if you want to find out more about In The Zone, the small one-day group retreat that I am hosting about how to price your genius and become confident in what you charge, go to priceyourgenius.com. Again, that's priceyourgenius.com. Again, thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you are there, do me a favor and leave a rating and a review because we do take a look at all of that. And if we are not already connected on social media, let's change that. Let's get connected. I am really active on Twitter and Instagram. So put my name in the search box, Jaquette Timmons, J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E. The last is Timmons, T-I-M-M-O-N-S. And I look forward to connecting with you there as well. And until next time, remember, it is about more than money. 